0: Here's to the horse of Sailor Town, the white, the black, the yellow, and brown. Walk right in, lay your money down, and fog the night away. There's Betty from Port Adelaide, the prettiest hooker I ever laid. She has a cunt that is snug enough, and tits as big as the Sunday duff. There's a sing song gal out in Hong Kong, takes every inch of my whopping dong. She knows her way around my cock from the hours we spent at Strop and Block. Here's to the whores of Sailor Town, the white, the black, the yellow, and brown. Walk, ride, right in, lay your money down and fuck the night away. In Dunkirk, Yar a vastly. A vastly lovers. Uh, this is the "Was That in Good Taste?" podcast with me, one of your hosts, Chandler Phillips, er, and I, yes, Garvey matey, James
1: Stephen Berrier. about
0: That be your first mate. Uh, <laughs> this episode is a continuation of our last episode. Just, just wrapping up what we were talking about over a summer, and and my summer was. It could shiver me tempers. That's I had a pretty fucking piratey summer. There's a lot of stuff going on. Of this is the vibe I'm feeling. Oh, it's because the- of COVID. A lot of things going on. A lot of stuff going. On. We got a lot of COVIDs. A lot of you know the personal space has kind of been brought down, and you're not allowed to invade people's personal space. So,
1: which is both annoying. It's not as hot as anymore. It's not as hot anymore. Yeah. can't just get people's faces anymore, you touch them just... inappropriately without any, you know, consent. Gosh.
0: You know, they've really just taken the sex appeal out of casual, mundane interactions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of my summer on the lake drinking rum, vibing up piratey like a mofo. So, to, to celebrate that vibe this episode, we got a little bit of, uh, what was it, Ron Del Barralito, uh, what is it? Uh, three star Puerto Rican rum that we're tasting out today.
1: I like how we're tasting this. We don't have any cups or no shit.
0: No cups. We have just the flask. Let's talk about COVID. Hold on. Just the way they intended on the high seeds. You're gonna wait. You wanna? Sh- I
1: have. Eight you wanna try to
0: find your own shot? No, you just you just lip it like you like you know how to like you just take a little squinch. I woke up lime. a little
1: sick this morning. I don't think you want it.
0: You Just take some fucking lime and some rum, Oof. and you'll be solid. Ooh, this one is dark. Yeah. So we got an Añejo. I think it's... Honestly, I don't know the date, like the time uh, amount on it.
1: 1870. Yeah, it's, 1870.
0: It's, it's a Puerto Rican rum. I know they recently got barred, bought out by Bacardi, and so... I don't even know if they'll still be around Oof. after this, but Ron del Baralito.
1: Okay, that's what we're doing. Okay. Let's try
0: this out. Oof. Oh, Ooh, all right. What kind of notes are you getting on the nose? So I'm not
1: a huge rum person. You're it's, not
0: a yo-ho-ho in a bottle of rum kind it's, of bum?
1: It's, so rum is made of what? Sugar cane. It's made of sugar cane, right? And I think that's the main reason I find it to be very sweet. Always a little, little, little
0: sweet, but isn't um, that the point?
1: Yes, this is definitely smoky.
0: Mm. Um, you're getting a little bit of smoke to that ethanol. Oh yeah,
1: it's heavy with the ethanol.
0: That's the great thing about rum is they can get real fucking heavy there with the ethanol. You know, what proof
1: this is um, probably not right.
0: No, this one's in an unmarked bottle that says uh, 200 milliliters and it's filled up halfway.
1: So, yeah, this is <laughs> heavy with the ethanol here. Um, so uh, just in case if you folks are, you know, behind, we're having a rum that I can't remember the name of. Ron uh, Del Barralito. Uh, of an age that I don't know.
0: Question mark.
1: Uh, of a proof Upside that I'm Upside down question of. mark. So if you want to participate, uh, pause here and uh, go get drunk and then come back and this will make sense.
0: All right. And, and Pause. And cheers.
1: And cheers. Arrgh! Arr! Arr! scurvy winches. Red, yellow, and brown. You
0: landlubber. Mm. Mm. <coughs> Did you growl at the audience before we took this shot? Ooh, it's sweet. Oh, Yeah. You definitely get that sugar oh. cane coming through. Ooh, but it's got a bite.
1: Ooh, a little smoke, um, a little sweet. <laughs> oh wow, it's saccharine. Oh. Ooh. ooh, I'm getting ooh. a lot of sweetness.
0: Oh, it tastes like like leaving like candy, leaving a port with a ship full of papaya and mango, about to journey across the, a salty, smoky sea for really? about a month.
1: I'm going to be honest, to me it tastes like the rape of indigenous peop- indigenous peoples.
0: Oh, well, it just so <laughs> happens that I have a book here that uh, talks about just those two things.
1: Uh, rape and indigenous peoples?
0: Well, rape, indigenous peoples, and uh, inter-Atlantic at- trade. Intra or inter? Which one's the one that means, like, all about it?
1: <laughs> Enter.
0: Okay, then yeah, then that one. Oh.
1: So uh, <laughs> I can't even. All right, come on, do it. Give it to us.
0: This is Chandler's book club episode. <laughs>
1: Chandler's book club episode one.
0: I spent four months reading half a book, and You're I just re- under half. <laughs> Fuck you, man. I made it. I made it a decent ways. Anyway, the book is called. Jewish Pirates of the Caribbean by Edward Kritzler, and I got this book probably about a decade ago because I was some vaguely Jewish kid in high school who was like, "Hey Jews, hey Pirates of the Caribbean, I like those things," and so I finally got around to reading it. And yo, this shit is wild. Can
1: I can I read you the description? Of this book. Hit me. Hit me with this. <clears throat> in this lively debut work of history, well, debut history work, blah, blah, blah. that's the part I care about. <clears throat> it's all about an unlikely group of swashbuckling Jews who ransacked the high seas in the aftermath of the Spanish Inquisition.
0: Swashbuckling. Swashbuckling. We Jews. need to
1: make it clear that I have a Jewish friend. His name is Chandler. That's me. And so, the laughter that I'm having, <laughs> envisioning, uh, this is appropriate as we're recording this, a day and a half after the Rosh Hashanah, and I just feel like this is just, I just can't. I, <laughs> swashbuckling.
0: I don't understand what the incongruency <laughs> is. Like, you don't foresee me being a swashbuckling... Deck swabbing. Listen, I live in
1: Brooklyn. I just um, imagine like this, this like very the Hasidic Jews living their lives, just fucking with the locks, the four locks, and fucking the suits, just fucking swinging down from the the <laughs> fucking swinging down from the mast and shit like that. I <laughs> think that's fucking
0: hilarious. Instead of yark, what? It's like, Lime. <laughs> Yo <laughs> ho ho in a bottle of manischewitz.
1: <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's like, Ah, he's boring. We gotta get him a hair dare bris. Jeez, I can't. Oh, oh, I'm sorry.
0: We're gonna plunder the booty, but then leave ten percent for our agents, and (laughs) the rest we're gonna invest into reasonable markets. You can't (laughs) even make fun of Jews the way you really, really want to make fun of Jews. What are you saying? (laughs) What? Like, I I have a feeling oh, that the real incongruency right now is the <laughs> fact of you trying to think of a group of Jews who don't own immediate property. I think that's oh, the hardest thing wow. for you to try to grasp right now is like, wait You're a minute. You're that
1: on me. Okay. I, mm-hmm. Young Jewish man, I have nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, so tell me about this book, Jewish Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: Alright, so the way you described it you'd assume it'd probably be like a like a like a narrative, right?
1: About Jews ransacking the I first of all, I'm not just saying the Jews. That's how the book refers to them. I Jews on pirate ships ransacking, you know, stealing the gold. And other things, not just gold
0: <laughs> so is this your all right is this your summary of what you anticipate this book to be like what uh, gold? what is this book about to you based on the description uh, so there's far? a
1: pirate uh, <laughs> Captain
0: <What>? Liam <laughs> Captain Liam what come on
1: a jewish last name I rosenblatt Come on. That, you know you know and he's just you know he just he's out there and his uh ship the um the the jewish gold the moil you oh. know and they're out there and it gets sunk to the bottom of the ocean and he's in search of it and in in, in, in the process
0: he's in search of a ship that has sunk
1: his ship his you know ship. in the bottom of David Jones' locker
0: okay. and and
1: in, 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 in the process he's getting from the landlubbers their gold and their silver
0: he's plundering and
1: he's also plundering you know uh, their well, their, I mean, their investments you don't and get landlubbers gold without And he's a also little taking plumber. over he's also Pl- taking over you know um, you know, some of their small businesses and kind of implanting him (laughs) in some of his people.
0: Wait, so not only is he explicitly (laughs) thieving their wealth, but he's also usurping their placement in the social economic sphere. Uh, Yes,
1: of course. (laughs) And then um, somewhere there's uh, another captain um, you know, it's the Germans, and oh. the, the Germans are coming, and they want to stop this criminal.
0: Okay,
1: you know, and so the the Germans get together a group of their special like people. You know, uh, yeah, there's a small yeah.
0: group, the assorted confederation of German states, you know, plus Prussia, and then finally they come, get together. And then they get over together over the plight. You know, of, okay,
1: you know, and. Uh, these people, these, uh, they, you know, they're very concerned about their people. They're very, you know, they're, you know, they're very sociable. Some could say they're socialists, you know, they're, uh, hmm. <laughs> <and coughs> I can't, and they fucking, <laughs> just, you know, they want to, ex- what a,
0: what a- <laughs> so you have these escapades between the great rabbi Liam glow or sorry. Not rabbi, Captain Rabbi Liam Rosenblatt, and during the... Hanukkah though, but over
1: Han- the eight, over the eight days of Hanukkah, and there's nothing to eat. Ah, oh. we have no oranges.
0: We, only... <laughs> yar, we have to make this citrus last eight days. We only have
1: unleavened bread. <laughs>
0: All right. And then All right. And then How does it end? How does this book end?
1: Unfortunately, oh. it ends with the oh. the Germans.
0: Oh no. <laughs>
1: losing. <gasps> ah, that's what you expected. No. <laughs> they they lose. After of course exterminating like the majority
0: <laughs> it's not necessarily that i'm used to the germans losing it's i'm used to the jews not losing
1: you know um and then the jews win huh <gasps> what yeah. no
0: yeah. what yeah. the jews are like the minnesota vikings we don't ever win we just do a little bit better each time
1: well i don't know how many <clears throat> well i can't say that um <laughs> 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 <are you> say it. <laughs> I just going to say that uh, all jokes, I feel like a book called Jewish Pirates of the Caribbean knows what they're doing. <laughs> they know what they're doing with the <laughs> title. Like, this is probably like a really reasonable book about, like, uh, I don't know, fucking some people who are Jewish at some period of time where there was moderate, not, not during the time of pirates, but like during a time where, like, there was still moderate pirating going on, and so they were on a boat, and then they did some pirating, but it's more complicated than that. Blah, 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 and it ended up... Blah, blah, blah. But, like, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing with a fucking title like that. They know what they're fucking doing.
0: What are they doing? They're
1: fucking... They're just getting in your brain, just like, Jewish Pirates of the Caribbean... They know you're going to imagine them fucking wielding fucking menorahs. Fucking Cause, menorahs. Because
0: you think Jewish Pirates of the Caribbean, you think Fiddler on the Roof, <laughs> but it's Fiddler on the Top Topmast. Like,
1: if I was a pirate. If you I were heard?
0: a rich man. Label, 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 yag Jaeger, Like, seriously, yeah, I just
1: fucking, with gigantic menorahs fucking smashing people in the head. And just being like... Um, wait, like,
0: no, hold on. No, wait. Are you meaning to tell me that you think menorahs are some sort of weapon of warfare? They could be. Do you think... <laughs>
1: Heavy and metal? He- and on it's a fire candle holder. And on fire?
0: How many times have you ever beat someone with a lamp? Only twice. All right. That's Okay. I just can't. It only takes I'm twice. No re-
1: Listen, I really want to get to this book, but just like the title itself <laughs> is like the majority... I'll the Jewish Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: All right. The follow-up title, <sighs> okay. the the semicolon to it is How a generation of swox of
1: <laughs> of what?
0: How a generation of swashbuckling Jews carved out an empire in the New World in their own quest for treasure and religious freedom and revenge. It'd be
1: nice if you said that into the mic huh Did, nice. no didn't hear anything you didn't said. hear
0: any of that no whack
1: take two yeah no we're gonna we're fucking we're doing it live go ahead
0: jewish pirates of the caribbean how a generation of swashbuckling jews carved out an empire in the new world in their quest for treasure religious freedom and revenge jewish word the, wait, was that...
1: I was saying a Jewish word. Oh, okay. Just, like, to emphasize.
0: Yiddish! Oh. <laughs> like, I can't tell if that's, like, a... If that's supposed to be, like, a card prompt? If I'm supposed to supply the Yiddish, then? I'm not
1: gonna... I don't, I don't know. I just know that this book is ridiculous. <clears throat> so tell me about this. So Since you read one third of a book.
0: Basically... What this book is about is there are a whole bunch of Jews and Muslims being rounded up during the Spanish Inquisition and they were like, hey either become Catholic or die or get the fuck out and so a whole lot of them Jews were like, well I guess we're getting the fuck out and
1: uh, as the Jews are known to do Yeah. Except for the ones that don't.
0: Except for the ones that don't. And then those ones are the real popular ones. Um, So these ones uh, are known as Sephardic Jews. Here's a little quick background for you. Uh, During the uh, Babylonian exile when the Babylonians took over Israel and all that jazz they kicked out all the Jews and they went to either like spain and northern africa and the iberian peninsula and all that stuff or they went to eastern europe and that's where they end up in like the ukraine and latvia and lithuania and all that stuff and so then you end up with either sephardic or ashkenazic jews that's that's actually
1: educational that's good i love that
0: And so this book is talking about the Sephardic Jews that fled from Spain and Portugal during the uh, Catholic Inquisition and the ones who were um, rich enough to kind of gain court favor with the kings and stuff were like, hey, you know, maybe we go set up a colony in the New World, you know? How about that? We'll be out of Spain, we'll be out of your hair, we're not directly imposing your civilians, so we'll just be Jews elsewhere. And turns out Spain was like, nah, fuck you still. But Portugal was like, alright man, as long as you keep it quiet, we're good.
1: That's actually really funny that Portugal was like that.
0: Right? And so like, Basically, this book is just a lot of a historian going through all these records and seeing, okay, this one person who sailed with a Spanish exploration or some sort of Spanish expedition, they claimed he was Portuguese, but his lineage and stuff doesn't back up the fact that he's Portuguese. And so it kind of became like a dog whistle for the Spanish to call Jews Portuguese, Ooh. like in, in, a, in a sailing and nautical terms. And then just in that whole Focac the uh Jews ended up kind of starting Jamaica as a major port city. So, bing, bang, boom. We fled. That's crazy fucking interesting. Right? Like, I initially thought this book was going to be a fictitious story about, you know, a bunch of Jews who were like, yeah, fuck the Spanish. We're going to be pirates. And instead, it's actually a historical account about how a bunch of Jews were like, well, shit, I'm sorry, Spain, but I guess I got to keep doing what I do.
1: I think about that. I think it's actually really funny because you said Portugal. Where's Portugal?
0: Oh, it's right next to Spain. It's like right... It's like just kind of buddied up right there.
1: What happened to this the, Spani- the Spaniards and the Portuguese? Where did they go? <gasps> Across the ocean. What What happened?
0: Oh, I'd say... Where did
1: they, 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 where did they colonize? They
0: hit the Caribbean hit the pretty Caribbean. fucking hard.
1: They did. And,
0: and, and they continued. And then they went... South. They went from. south. Then they went lower. They went to a place,
1: you know, similar place to where you know later in history uh, Nazis made a fled mm-hmm. and set up like you know communities. You know that is in
0: Europe. Well, in like in like Argentina or yeah, like, like in Brazil. Argen-
1: in Argentina Brazil, and yeah, and 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 there's a lot of that going on down there. That, I just think that's very interesting.
0: Well, what interested me through the whole thing is like we're talking like I'm reading this as a as an Ashkenazi Jew learning about Sephardic Jews diaspora during the age of exploration. And so there's a little bit of like identification, I guess it'd be like, yeah, we were we were fucked on and then we did some fucking. But at the same time. Some of these uh like great Jewish um captains and and adventurers of the New World were uh slave traders.
1: Of course I mean I, I mean it's not a
0: surprise. That it's not surprising, but it kinda comes with the territory, but it's like <sighs> ooh uh, like how much of this do I really want to identify with? <laughs>
1: And that's the thing about, and I'm not not trying to be funny, Uh, that's one of the things about being a white person, you know, in America, is that, like, most likely your ancestors in some form or fashion traded in humans. Mm -hmm. And not just Africans, but, you know, other, like, Europeans, uh, Spaniards, Africans, Asians... A lot
0: of Africans. The Dutch.
1: The Dutch. <laughs> you know, so I think that's definitely something, you know, but it's very hard to traffic people who look like you or close to looking like you. It's It's very difficult.
0: Well, I mean, that's why us Jews took so much time and consideration to try to drastically change our physical appearance is so that, you know, when we do involve ourselves in these kinds of enterprises it's so we can create that separation right you know we may have you know these these long crooked noses but it makes us feel better that you know at least we're not black
1: no this is very interesting (laughs) i think i think it's very interesting because you know we, we had conversations before about how people of color like black people, especially have like a lot of like um, anti-Semitism. And you would think that of any communities, those two might get along. But it really seems like, at least in New York and in my experience in America, that the Jewish population in America and the black community in America don't really seem to get along so
0: much as they... That's, yeah. You know, and is this... So, as much as you think, like, both Jews and black Americans would be on the same side of, like, the minority spectrum... Uh... No. No. It's, it, it doesn't work like that.
1: It doesn't. And it's very kind of confusing. And I think that's very interesting about hearing about this these, these tales about these Jews fleeing persecution. Fleeing this persecution and, like, taking agency and, like, getting these ships. And, of course, I mean history obviously there's if they are pirates there's raping and pillaging and thieving and, and, oh yeah and, and trading and people because what made pirates pirates wasn't really pirates of the Caribbean just running around being ridiculous. It was slave trading.
0: It was slave trading. It was it was commandeering ships it like it was straight up carjacking. Yep. But auto grant it was the grandest theft auto. <laughs> um but like it's it's weird going from a point of uh I guess um where you see a point in history where like you see these these royal or just super elitist families that completely have to change lanes because of some sort of new religious doctrine. And I guess that's been part of the black experience yes, the entire time. Yes. It's just, for Jews, it's like, you're you're able to assimilate up to whatever point in time. And then as soon as you finally feel like you're assimilated... There's a new code of rules. And so, whereas one culture, you know, kind of refuses the, the, or not necessarily refuses the assimilation, but sees the assimilation as a form of oppressment, while one sees it a form of liberation. And I think that's interesting.
1: So you actually read the book? Like a third
0: of it? I've read a decent amount of the book. I, I, skimmed through it. I just I take a long time to read. You know, I I really uh, dig in for for. So you know, is content. there anything
1: from the book? This is Chandler's book club. that out you. Stood out
0: to you. All right. the The main thing that stood out for me was um, the story of uh, Captain Sam Samuel Planch. Or I guess it's palanche, like.
1: Drew uh, it up a little bit. Drew it up. I don't know. Put an accent on it. Uh,
0: like th- no, that but that's the thing though. Like I don't know what what accent he would have on it because he's a native Moroccan, home of the Moors.
1: Wait a minute! I just realized, are these on these pirate boats? Will be a mixture of Jews and Muslims? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, what? Hold on. Jews that probably pray three times a day? I don't fucking know. Mm, yes.
0: Yeah, sure. Yes. If that's Jews like...
1: that probably pray three times a day. Almost like the Muslims. Now, yes, there's and Sunnis. One of them pray five times a day. The other prays three because they combine the two in the morning, the two at night, into the same prayer. It's almost as if it's almost as if these religions have very similar bases and are very well, close it's almost as if they're, they're family almost as if they were so
0: i'll stop you i'll just a quick time out just because this particular um this particular captain adventurer philanderer what <laughs> uh, he lived in morocco pre arabic uh conquest of of Northern Africa.
1: It wasn't conquest. Hmm? Just saying it wasn't conquest.
0: But like, it wasn't,
1: in a, it in wasn't, a, it wasn't conquest. Just, it was, it was peaceful just cause the, the Arabs were just chilling. It's like, Oh, there's all, man, we're all smart and shit. And people were like, Oh fuck, this is awesome. And then it's just like, yeah. And then it just took over. All right. Yeah. Anyway,
0: continue pre Arab, uh, expansion, expansion. That's the word. Um, into Morocco. Um, there is a a single Jew by the Ooh, name. <laughs>
1: a lone Jew. I, Unod, he, how do you say one in fucking Hebrew? I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> Hebrew Jew. Just, uh, un. Un. I'm going to substitute. I'm not going to edit that in to the correct, you know, <laughs> into the correct phrase here. Jew.
0: Anyway, I'm going to say it as as new york jewey as i can say it. samuel Planche, mm. and uh is from morocco they got conquered by um one of the european nations i think it was spain yeah morocco conquered by by spain he's he's going he's just living and then spain spain has their like their whole inquisition thing And he's like, well, fuck, I need to get the fuck out. And so he starts talking to um, one of the other Jewish captains of um, one of the Turkish fleets. And he's talking to them for a little bit. And then he sails and goes to the Netherlands and starts talking to the uh, Dutch king. For a little bit And so this dude starts Brokering um, Both a peace agreement A treaty, trade agreements And all this shit Between um, The Netherlands and Pretty much the, the Dominating Arab Empire at this point Because I'm pretty sure it's It's based in uh, In Turkey And in this point in time, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. It seems very likely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's brokering these, these trade agreements between these two countries and Spain being the major Catholic powerhouse of this time is just not liking any of this. And I think this is Charles, the something, one of the Charlemagne descendants. And he is just, he's getting bitter and he starts doing these uh, fucking um, the the Spanish Inquisitions, and it's just pissing off the Jewish population more because you know on top of just like because you if you're the king of Spain at any given time and you in the Middle Ages and you do a Spanish Inquisition, it's it's mainly to just whip and shape your your working. Cl- of course. Your working class. Yeah. yeah. It,
1: was like, it was like, oh, be afraid for six months. We're going to come for you. We're going to get you.
0: Yeah, six months, five years. Yeah, whatever. You yeah. know, it's like oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, it
1: was like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Hey. Are you paying your taxes? Oh, oh, you're Catholic. Ooh, oh, whoa. good for you. Oh, no, you're not paying your taxes? Hey, are
0: you Catholic? Are you, Catholic? Are you sure, about that? sure
1: about that? I No, I don't oh. know. I was at mass every week, every time last year. Don't believe you.
0: Maybe you should get your uh, femurs drilled through. I don't know. But but so they do this shit where they're like straight up torturing just Jewish civilians. Jew, sorry. Jewish and Arab civilians in Spain. You got this one guy, Samuel Planche, who's now brokering trade agreements between the two other European powerhouses at the time. Which is the uh, Ottomans in Turkey and uh, the, I guess, Protestants in, um, in the Netherlands. And so he's just going back and forth, just, just making them money left and right. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, we should make some sort of, some sort of war treaty mm. in this too. And so then he gets government backing to start plundering Spanish ships. All right. So, all right, picture this. I'm imagining, I'm picturing. You're imagining. I'm visioning. Imagine you're a black man in New York. <laughs> and all of a sudden Cuomo is just like, hey, you see those police officers? I don't give a fuck if you take whatever you can off of them. Just, it's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> and so wouldn't for a second you think I bet I could steal that cop's gun. Yeah, I was like, fuck it. I mean, I'm not trying to say I've thought about it.
1: But I've seen the cops and was yeah. like, oh, their gun is next to I- I bet you I could unclip that.
0: Because, like, Spain's the... Spain's the authority in the water. But everywhere else, it's like, man, fuck Spain. And so now you got this one... This one captain who's out here just... Just making bank. And he goes back to the Netherlands. After after the whole thing's done, like, he he makes his big score, he makes his money, all that. He sets up a fucking... Uh, temple and a, and a whole like constituency, and he stets, sets up an entire like sect of the Netherlands that are Orthodox Jews, and then they start fucking everything up. <laughs> yeah. huh? That's basically it. It's like the entire book is all right. So. These Jews were persecuted. They found routes around their persecution. And then they tried to eventually settle. And then the elitists within those realms start fucking everything up for the people who initially started those in the beginning.
1: Is there. I'm wondering. Is there still, like, a population in the Netherlands of Orthodox Jews?
0: I'm sure there are. I, I don't know for certain. But I. I feel like this is something that's reflected in just all kinds of immigration, or I mean, especially in Jewish immigration. We we've talked at length before about the Hasidic uh, division between um, the oh, populace many, many in times. Brooklyn.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Like it just seems interesting how, as a group will be persecuted so heavily. And then as soon as we establish a base, there's like, there's the, there's the immediate, um, reprieve of like, all right, finally, we've got our sense of self. We've got our home base. We can, we can start establishing a base camp and then elitism builds out of that. I mean,
1: this that, 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 I'm not trying to say that, but I just, it is what it is. It's kind of cyclical. They always say that about history, about how, cycl- how cyclical history is.
0: Do you think that's a like just a problem with the human experience? Or do you think that's a problem with the fact that Jewish doctrine tends to elevate, I guess, the ego over others? I mean...
1: This is... Uh... Is very complicated Because So you look at people Who say things like You know I'm trying to be funny But to be a little serious here Like you know People say like Oh Islam is an inherently Violent religion Which is Not true However If you look at Different religious doctrines They have Different tones And different things You know And so you look at uh, People who Really are Religious And who really They look to The Old Testament they have different values and behave differently than people with the New Testament, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, especially when it comes to people who are highly religious, you do end up with, um, you know, kind of not just I wouldn't say learned behaviors, but social conditioning that, you know, perhaps over time okay. will, like, you know, if your religion has some violent things in it. That, that are key tenets are key parts of the story you might be a little more violent if you, the Torah has things in it that talk about you elevating yourself and your family and you above this or that then maybe you carry that into your personal even if you're not religious because hmm. even if you're not religious you know because like the Quran literally Allah is like your be peaceful, be peaceful, be peaceful, be peaceful, be peaceful, be peaceful. The entirety of the Quran is be peaceful, be peaceful. But Muhammad, who is the final true prophet of Allah, was literally in Mecca, and then they cast him out and he killed all the Jews and went back and raised it to the ground and took it over as himself. And that can influence not all Muslims, but enough. You know? Yeah. And that's just kind of how these things go. So maybe the reason why the Jews have this kind of cycle of like the Jews can be extremely persecuted because there are aspects of their personalities that they've taken from the religious doctrine that allow them to be taken advantage of. But then also when they're put into positions or or given an opportunity they take advantage of it because also you know the religious doctrine just allows them to do that. Hmm. But, you know, it's interesting, especially in America, where you have a lot of a-religious Jews. Right. But even if you're a-religious, you're still directly affected by the effects of the religious doctrine on your parents and your family. And on the image itself. And just an image. So, like, you know. I I
0: mean, that's... That's a poignant observation in just like, yeah, I'd like to be able to support Israel based on religious doctrine and based on the fact that, you know, hey, I feel like we have some sort of historical claim to the land. But on a human, uh, human rights aspect, fuck, man. Yeah, but you know it's it, you know we we talk a lot
1: about inherent trauma, right? But here's the thing: there's different. There's like inherent trauma, and it's not is the same systemic um, like racism. It's like the opposite. So you have inherent trauma, but you, there are benefits to having a cultural identity.
0: And so the cultural identity, in a sense. Uh... What is it? Historic trauma helps consolidate oh, some ho- sort of totally. I think the cultural like, identity. The
1: Holocaust is an absolutely terrible thing. There is no joke about the Holocaust. You know, we make light about a lot of things and like, oh man, man yeah, the, hol-, the Holocaust is not a joke. Mm-hmm. Okay, millions and millions of people were murdered, really for no fucking reason. Not because guess what? People like to, did they even really believe the Jews needed to die? Probably not, actually, it turns out. It turns out they probably just killed the Jews because it was, like, a good political position that would, like, help them, you know? Like, think about how garbage and terrible
0: that is. Here's a hot take that I just thought of. If the U.S. hadn't won... Or, I guess, sorry. If the Allies hadn't won World War II, the Holocaust would have been... Or wouldn't have been in vain, yeah like that's that's a weird ass take, but had I guess that's the whole plot of the man in the high tower series is just had the u s and u s and Britain and Russia not won World War two, the Holocaust wouldn't have been thought of as a global tragedy it would have been just like well yep that happened yep
1: you know and but we don't live in the man in the high tower you know and as such these things happen but think about the people who survive that the people who survive that have not only their religious doctrine to lean on and there's a lot of trauma but it's a very different trauma than slavery and this is why I think that sometimes there's, like, a thing between people of color and, like, the Jewish community is because it's not the same. It seems the same and it feels the same as a person, but it's not the same. Having everybody you know <laughs> in generations of people eliminated over the course of a few years versus, like, a few hundred years of, in, 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 of like, servitude feel the same, but they're very different. And the way that is going to affect you and your children, it's going to be very different. And I'm just going to say, if everybody I know was murdered going back three generations, and I came to another country, I might fucking be real motivated to make something for myself. You know, that's very different than having hmm. everyone that you've that you can't even think about have been in servitude up until f- sixty years ago, in some former fashion. It's very different. It's very, very different.
0: It's really comparing mandarins to tangerines.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I mean, it's not It's not as far off as apples to oranges. Yeah. But it's...
1: It's very... It's, it's different. And it's different enough that the people who are involved are going to be affected in different ways. It's just unfortunate. That's just how it's going to be. And that's why I think the anti Semitism in the black community kinda of needs to stop. Because if anything, we really should be close, sir. But also one of the reasons why black people don't like Jews is because Jews aren't Christian and blacks have the like their random Christianity that was forced on them by their slave owners. But blacks sure as fuck do love their Christianity.
0: That's an interesting aspect.
1: They do though. The blacks love their Christianity. Love it. Love that shit, that's true,
0: y'all love Jesus,
1: love the Lord,,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but not just any Lord, the Lord that the white man gave us, the way that they gave it to us,
0: yeah, the white, the white Jesus, I don't understand why y'all like him so much,
1: <laughs> I don't either.
0: He hasn't done shit for y'all,
1: he just hasn't, I just don't understand he hasn't him. done
0: shit for us either, you but know. like he especially hasn't done shit for y'all, <laughs>
1: and I think that like you know, a lot of people look at these situations, you see these stories about these people who fled. And they went and they went out into the world and they they somehow made these things happen. But there's one difference. Hmm. Spanish, the Jews, the the people from Caucus and fucking the Germans, they all mostly look alike. Different, yeah. different shades of color, maybe a little bit. But people who are black look so distinctly different.
0: Well, that's... Yeah. In the color of their skin. It's like Spanish Jews could pass as Portugals because they just had an accent.
1: 100%. And that's it. You can get rid of of accents. You can change the language. You can change the way you work. You can cut... Even if your hair was kinky, you could cut it off.
0: And just go bald.
1: But you cannot change really the color of your skin. And that's why... It's very, very, very different in some ways. But it does not diminish. Because there's nothing that could diminish the Holocaust. There's nothing that could diminish the fucking generations of torture that Jews have gone through.
0: Mm, I mean, except for, like, the people who deny it. (laughs) I mean, they can try. (laughs) And try to rewrite history. There's there's nothing that can, can... Diminish Can
1: we just talk about Holocaust deniers Like I, I saw First of all it, It's dumb Because they only Really asked Like 2,000 people But it, I saw an article That was like From the Wall Street Journal I think it was I'm just saying I don't fucking know Who it was It was It It, it was a newspaper It was a large newspaper It was like uh, It was like One third of adult Americans Don't know about The Holocaust And here's the thing Is that I don't believe In the, the statistics Are crazy But even Even so even if they asked only two thousand people, even it was a thousand, you think like if it good... was five hundred, how is the third of them don't know about the Holocaust?
0: Like I'm thinking at least at least one one half of the third that they are accounting for of the people who don't know about the Holocaust. Just had an earphone in or something, and we're like, "I'm sorry, what?" Like, and they were just be. like, "Never mind, sorry." It's a, uh... like,
1: it's impossible for people to not understand that. I don't believe that at all. It's ridiculous, but it's 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 getting. But I, sometimes I feel it because I get I I don't know. People don't know shit about history, but people who know about the Holocaust, how do you deny
0: the mass murder of millions of people? Well, and people who know about history like it's it's suck it's such a ubiquitous concept like it's everything that happens in real time is directly affected by the entirety of our history, and so if we don't i don't know that's why I tend to value it higher than I guess. Most people, like I hire, I, I value history as a resource, but like knowing that every single one of our, um, contemporary decisions is dictated by our history is all the more reason to want to know as much about the nuances of it.
1: But, like, nobody's out here to not... Like, literally, people will say stuff like, man, fucking Genghis Khan went across and fucking raped and murdered everyone. But, like, yeah. Man, the Holocaust. What? What? Not even a whole 60 years ago? Maybe, maybe, like, like fucking people were murdered en masse? And there's, like, video of... It's... Video of it because we didn't an age of the world. Video existed. Hey, video existed during make... the Holocaust and of the Holocaust.
0: I'll make you feel real old, real quick. as was in, I'd say, like the last, the last closing videos of the Holocaust were probably in '47. Yeah, it's 2020, dude. That's a long fucking time ago. Yeah. That's damn near a lifetime. But not completely, because I
1: saw a thing on Reddit that was like uh, Anne Frank and Martin Luther King were only a few years apart in age. Yeah. They'd both be about 91 right now.
0: Yeah, how many 91-year-olds do do you know? Ah, two. (laughs) Really?
1: Yeah. Uh, 93 and 90 I think and I'm not saying that it's like but that's not like that's not
0: a million years ago it's not a million years it's ago it's not even hundreds
1: of years ago it's not even a hundred years ago
0: the rate at which culture is refreshed and revised and the way the rate at which history is refreshed and revised like fuck man that's a lifetime ago do we even have anyone who fuck it bud five million people
1: were... all right fuck it then
0: five million people
1: people who still five million people but lots of people who are still alive who still have fucking stamps on their arms because they were little kids when it happened it's not like you know what I mean come on
0: give it a couple more years
1: people don't even know that some of these kids who were born in like 2003 don't know about nine
0: eleven. Yeah,
1: I took an amazing young child to the World Trade Center and he said to me very loudly oh I know about this these buildings fell down and Ray loudly was just saying some stuff that just had me like, "Oh no, please stop saying this
0: in the middle of Manhattan." Wait, what other the... stuff was he saying? I'm curious. He just is
1: going. Listen, okay. Anyway, I feel like that's a different episode.
0: No, I want to <laughs> know what this youth has to say about.
1: Can the... you can, can you just imagine that something like really dramatic like that happens, but you've never really heard about it, or saw about it, seen it, but the only thing you know about it is memes on TikTok fuck. (laughs) The only thing you know about it is, like, fucking jet fuel doesn't melt still beams. That's the only thing that you know about something like that.
0: Shit. Yeah. That's like... I mean... I know that Istanbul is Constantinople now that Istanbul is Constantinople now. Istanbul. That's... That's probably the most abrupt change in human history
1: yeah welcome to the fucking world bud
0: fuck well
1: how come i didn't realize even if you start the podcast i always end it you should fucking end it
0: all right but you're garbage so anyway i don't like to end things i know you don't i like to continue things
1: this has been wow this has been an awesome episode of what. I forget the name of the podcast. What? I'm tired. Was that in good taste? Was it in good taste? I already got the episode title. Huh? Chandler's Book Club.
0: <gasps> Chandler's Book Club.
1: Part one. Pshw,
0: pshw, pshw, pshw. Episode one. Yo ho ho in a bottle of fuck.
1: And, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, uh, stuff. Yes. Um... Art of Giving Up Podcast, gmail.com, D-A-Art oh no, I forgot the name of my name on Twitter, that's not my name on Twitter anymore. The art oh, of Giving Up? No, that's not it anymore. What? It's That Funny Friend. Oh. Oh, at That Funny Friend. Also, uh, HumbleBumbleBear.com.
0: Oh no, I changed it actually. Oh, don't,
1: don't fucking do that because was... the people will listen to one episode and they'll be like, oh, it doesn't
0: work. Oh, fuck up. Well, what is it now? It's BumbleBear at square or er, dot squarespace oh you couldn't def- you didn't you
1: didn't you didn't, ref- you didn't fucking refresh your fucking domain name or some shit
0: well it, okay so it was on wordpress and now i moved to squarespace because i just liked the convenience of it all
1: but then you had to pay for another domain like another
0: no so i, I just let go of the, well, of the you could have transferred transfer your domain
1: because you still have the domain name so humble still, still works huh Humblebumblebear.com dot still works. What?
0: Since when?
1: So just, just, just fucking, just import it. it. You can do that. You can do that. Anyway, yeah, this is what that in good taste, and yeah, I'm going follow to- me
0: on C to- underscore underscore Honey this guy's at killer. Instagram. He's, he's garbage,
1: and yeah, watch um, me
0: make beer. You got anything else?
1: Um, no. Um, oh yeah, I almost forgot. So, if you really want to make a lot of money, okay, this is what you gotta do, right?
0: Shit, hold on, I need take listen. your friend, uh huh, right,
1: who's Jewish. Oh fuck, get him to read a book. Oh no. Okay, right. Uh huh. And then, and then, wait for it, wait for it.